We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Dear one, my fellow traveler, my soul sibling, I'm so thrilled, so honored, so blessed by your presence in my life. Today, I want to talk to you about why we suffer. What is this about? Many years ago, when I was in the throes and of suffering and deep depression, I was sitting in my classroom with my spiritual teachers, and they said, we suffer for one reason, and one reason alone. And I was all ears because I suffered a lot and I couldn't believe it all boiled down to one thing, but I was willing to listen. I was wanting to learn. And they said, we suffer and we experience pain because of our perceived disconnection from God. And I thought, hmm, I don't know if that's really it. I'm suffering because my body is sick. I'm suffering because I can't pay my bills. I'm suffering because... My relationships are all so tormented. But I was willing to sit with that possibility. And the more I sat with it, the more it seemed to be true. What I now know is that we search for outside of ourselves what we are lacking, what we perceived we are lacking within we lack a source of inner richness, we look for money to provide security. When we lack self-love and self-acceptance, we really need that from a person or people outside of ourselves to reflect that back to us. It's common for human beings to look for outside of themselves for the satisfaction of their needs. And as we do, this in turn can continue to um, substantiate and support that we are not enough. It makes us vulnerable because on some level, we don't believe we are sufficient to ourselves. We are in fear. So we look for security outside of ourselves constantly, which perpetuates the fear. What I've learned that has been so helpful for me is to simply go to the well of love within. When I opened my mind to the possibility that I was lovable despite my doing this, that I was worthy despite my efforting, when I opened my mind and heart to the possibility that God adored me despite any evidence or experiences to the contrary, it was sort of like I started to fill up from the inside out. When I went to the source of prosperity within, when I acknowledged God as the source of my abundance within, when I acknowledged the desire for love from others and pulled that back inside of myself and sat in that place of receiving God's love, of acknowledging that I'm worthy of it as I Surrendered my guilt, my shame, my feeling that I was unworthy. And instead, said, you know what? I am worthy. God created me. I must be worthy. And I had to open my mind to the possibility before I could open my heart 
to the experience. It was so interesting. I was uh, with my husband in um, Las Vegas a, a while back, and he was in a very grouchy mood. And I was uh, finishing a Jamba Juice or something, and he he was very frustrated because I wasn't going fast enough. I felt like I was about four years old, and he got really angry. We were waiting for a lift to take us to the airport. And um, he started yelling at me, and it made me feel like bad, made me feel like I was three, made me feel like I was in trouble, which in turn made me angry. So we both kind of went to our corners. <laughs> so we get to the airport, and uh, we're at our gate, and he wanted to know if I wanted to sit down. And I said, yeah, but not next to you. <laughs> I had to really sit with what was going on for me. And so I did. And then we got on the plane. We are on Southwest. So I decided to sit by myself there as well. And as I did, I sat with my emotions about what I was feeling and why. And I kept going beneath the emotions, beneath the pain, beneath the hurt, beneath the anger, beneath the againstness with him. I quit making it about him at all. I kept going beneath um, all of the emotions, all of the feeling, all of the confusion. And I asked myself, do I feel loved by God right now? And the answer was no. Steve had been a surrogate for my connection to love. And it ushered me away from that experience of love within. And as I sat there with it, I started to have compassion for myself and for him and for the human experience because it's frustrating, it's scary, it's painful to be here in these bodies with that perception of separation. So as I settled into my alignment and my awareness of myself as loved and lovable, it was like I replenished from the inside out. And I became aware of his hurts that bubbled up in that moment, of his frustrations, of his um, inner deficit. And because I had replenished from the inside out, I was able to show up more as a compassionate presence. So when we got home, I looked at him and he apologized for his behavior. He realized it was out of proportion to the situation. And because I was solid myself and I had my boundaries, I said, you know what? I love you and I appreciate you. I did not um, particularly care for the way you treated me, but I understand it's because you're experiencing some sort of pain. And rather than trying to explain or defend or deny some tears came up because I was able to hold in that place of compassion. I was able to be present for him so he could go deeper, so he could get back in touch with his own source of love. He had had some unprocessed grief about the passing of his mother, which had occurred actually a year before. 
So what I found is, is I know how to take care of my connection to love, as I know how to open my heart to receive God's love. I can show up as a more loving presence with others and in life. And as we can relax and receive God's love consistently, life becomes more celebratory and more effortless. There's a constant increase in peace and happiness within, which requires less and less from others and from the outer world in order to be experienced. We no longer have the needs or expectations of others. We stop looking for out there what we now experience as coming from within. We can let go of the illusion that others, that anything outside of ourselves is needed or necessary for our happiness. So instead of looking to get anything from anyone, because we are whole under ourselves, we now give from overflow. We now just show up as love. And this in turn makes us very magnetic and attractive. People want to be around us. People want to um, be close or connected to us. And it's really so incredible when this happens because we no longer need to get anything from anyone. We become the giver. And we don't give to get. So often we see people trying to exchange or give to get. But once we know how to receive God's love, we no longer have an internal sense of deficit. We give from overflow. We give because we are joyful. We give because we are abundant. We give because we have become a vortex and channel of the divine. When we can truly receive and accept God's love, we live in acceptance. And there becomes this sense that nothing needs to be changed. Everything's all right. Everything's perfect and beautiful as it is. And I found there's a sense of compassion and empathy. There's a sense of um, wanting to nurture and care for others. We no longer feel critical or judgmental. We live in this place of peace and acceptance and love. And to me, this has been my perception of what heaven is. We can become um, this embodiment of heaven on earth. We can become this vortex of peace and grace. It's um, relief. It's peace. It's how we can start to be in the world, but not of it. And I've spoke of this often, how I believe we left heaven, we left oneness, we left the experience of utter and complete grace and joy to have the experience of contrast and duality. And we experience a lot of emotions and confusion because that's how we understand peace and grace. We experience the opposite of it. If everything's 
white light all the time? How do we understand shadows or darkness or colors? We have to emerge ourselves and immerse ourselves into this reality of contrast and colors and shadow and the dance of light and dark to really understand and appreciate pure white light. And my sense is we have many experiences on this planet, many lifetimes and and likely and probably experiences on other planets and in other realities. And we do this to accumulate experiences. We do this and we accumulate karma. But we do have the opportunity to clean our plate and clear our karma and come back to the place of peace and love and bliss. But it really takes, I think, sincere intention. And it takes really the willingness to turn within. We get so caught up and so tangled up in this reality of duality and illusion and we can get distracted and we can fight with and we can argue about the out there. We can dance with the darkness and we can get in fights with contrast. But that, I think, just continues the perpetuation of the karmic dance. And it's not until we can really, with sincere intention to heal, turn inward and upward. And like Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within And Buddha has said, there is no out there. The kingdom of heaven is within. The keys to the kingdom. The king, God, love is within. And I think that's why meditation is so vital, so important, so helpful. It wasn't until I had gotten so confused and disoriented and disillusioned by the out there that I was finally compelled to turn inward And it was because there were no answers out there. Believe me, I looked, and I know you have as well. I was so not well physically, and I'd gone to all kinds of different doctors and specialists, um, medical doctors, physicians, psychiatrists, tried all kinds of different drugs and chemicals, went to all kinds of holistic healers. And I believe everybody had a sincere intention to help me, but there were no answers. There, were, there was no relief out there. And I'd kept hearing about meditation and I resisted it because it's, it's really painful to sit in pain, right? To accept that, you know what? I just need to be with this right now. But there were no other solutions or answers. There was no path before me that led me to anything that seemed to be helpful. So I finally sat down and turned within. And I love the saying, prayer is talking to God, meditation is listening. And what I found to be helpful was saying everything I needed to say, articulate my frustration and confusion and my pain and my hurt. And as soon as I was out of words, and there were a lot of them, <laughs> it was very wordy, and I still kind of am, but I finally got to the place where it's like, okay, I said my words, I said my piece, and now I'm going to just sit and listen. And I just sat in this place of trying to clear my thoughts, 
sit in that place of neutrality. And, and every time a, a thought would come to my mind, I would remind myself to relax, sort of like, um, like a blue sky and a thought would be like a cloud. And I'd say, oh, there's a thought again. Let's go back to the blue sky. And it, it can take some time to clear the thoughts. I, I read somewhere it can take about 11 minutes for the brain waves to shift. And then another 20, uh, another um, like 11 minutes for it to shift again. So about 20 minutes. And as we really sit and allow those thoughts to come up and just let them go, let those thoughts come up and let them go. We finally get to the place of more consistent blue skies and peace. And as I experimented with this, I did find a really consistent pattern on the days I meditated, I felt better. And then as I would feel better, I would sometimes not meditate because I felt okay. I was inspired to meditate because I didn't feel good. So when I felt good, the inspiration seemed to disappear. But then I would get back into the pain and remind myself to meditate. And as I learned to do it more consistently, my life worked better and I felt better. These days, I don't tell myself I have to meditate. I want to. I get to. I enjoy it. I need it. It's vital to my sense of well-being. And meditation has changed for me. It's not about just stilling the thoughts. It's not about quieting the monkey mind. To me, these days, it really is about allowing myself to relax into love immersing myself in this experience of being held, of being adored, of being replenished, going to the well, and just allowing myself to be nurtured and saturated by the adoration, affection, acceptance, and unconditional love of my Creator. And you can do this too. Each and every one of us was created with a primary ingredient of love. What I know for sure is that we were created with love, by love, and for love. And there is no substitute outside of ourselves for experiencing this from within. But boy, do we try. <laughs> We look for the money to create security. We look for the relationships to give us that inner sense of value. There is no substitute. And as we know this, and as we can allow ourselves to turn inward and sink into this within, we are replenished from the inside out. This is the journey to center. And as we do this more consistently, we show up as a more accepting and loving, beautiful, peaceful presence in the world. We contribute to the solution rather than being part of the problem. We become a pinpoint of consciousness that ripples out and blesses the world. We become a conduit and a vortex, and a channel for God's love to flow through. 
I've heard it said, we are lamps as human beings, but God is the light. And as we turn inward and upward with the intention to experience and feel God's love, we turn on the light and our wattage continues to increase. We become a brighter light. And there's a, there's a reduced sense of preoccupation with doing this in the world. We become more concerned about being present, being light, being the generous embodiment of God's love. This is peace. This is grace. This is the journey to center. And I hope that you know that God resides within you and loves you and adores you and wants to gift you with all of your heart's greatest desires. But I do believe as human beings, if we are given all that we are wanting, we can sometimes move away from our connection to God. We become distracted with the gettingness and the doingness and become less available for that relationship with our Creator. And as I've uh, experienced and experimented making my relationship with my Creator my priority, my life becomes more and more and more blessed. I no longer struggle with the physical ailments of the years past. I no longer am frightened around money because I'm truly abundant. My relationships work. And when they don't, when I'm in that pain, painful place of being projected on, I don't allow myself to sit in that place of self-doubt for very long before I turn inward and upward. I ask inside of me, what needs to be healed? Who needs to be loved? And I allow myself to be replenished, sort of like a, a cell phone being plugged in and being charged. So now what I know to be true is something my teachers told me a long time ago and what I started the very show, this very show with. All of our pain, all of our pain, all of our pain comes from a perceived disconnection from God. So now when I'm in pain, and I would suggest anytime you're in pain, sit down, settle into the space of your heart, which is the organ of your soul, and allow God to love you. And imagine that however it comes forward for you. Sometimes I'll imagine this big purple fluffy blanket or sometimes it's white and sparkly and just imagine being held by it. And this blanket is alive with love. And it pours this sparkly light into my body and replenishes every organ, every cell, and every atom of my beingness that longs for love. And it's like drinking this um, magical elixir that quenches this deep thirst. 
and I allow myself to be nurtured. I allow myself to be loved. I allow myself to be held and acknowledged by God. And as I replenish from the inside out, I come back to this place of peace and awareness. And then I'm more able to be in that place of peace and acceptance and compassion for others that are hurting. Be it my husband, be it somebody that I see that's struggling, be it the news, if my husband has it on and I I see the chaos and the craziness and the pain of the world, I'm able to be in my compassion and be in my loving because this human experience isn't for the faint of heart. And in this moment, I want to acknowledge you and thank you as I have a profound respect for you for saying yes to this experiment and experience of duality. I hope you're being kind to yourself. I hope you're accepting yourself warts and all with profound unconditional love. And if you struggle and if you suffer, perhaps consider sitting down, allowing God to love you. You have great wisdom within. And if you can allow your mind to settle and ask your heart what God most wants you to know, you can tap into the inner wisdom that is in the very center of yourself, that is the very center of yourself, that is the journey to center. God is in you and God adores you. And I do as well. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, if there's anything I can do to support you, please be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com. Download my free ebook and guided meditation. If you're struggling, please be in touch with me. If you haven't already read my book, Manifesting Love from the Inside Out or Manifesting Prosperity from the Inside Out, just email me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com and say, Tammy, I'm struggling with love. I'm struggling with prosperity. Whatever you're struggling with, I'd be happy to gift you a free PDF copy of my book. And uh, I'd be happy to hold you in the light if you have a prayer request, if you have a question, if you have a thought, or if you just want to reach out and say, Tammy, I listened to you on your show. And whatever your thought is beyond that, I invite you to be in touch with me because to me, one of the greatest blessings of this reality is the ability and opportunity to connect, to dance and to play with one another as spiritual beings having this human experience. So please know you are my heart, meditation, and prayers. Thank you so much for being part of the energy that is Empower Radio. We are so blessed by your presence. I am so blessed by you, and I love you. So God bless you. Please be in touch. You're my heart, meditation, and prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Thank you.